Talking local indie superstars and legends. There's no disqualifications. There's no holds barred when it comes to the conversations that you will hear on From Parts Unknown. When wrestling was real. When wrestling was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce the tag team champions of the world. show it's the coolest show um i'm one of your hosts nick himes uh, my coolest the coolest part of the show damn right the coolest part of the show damn right juicy jimmy tell him baby what's going on people man i love having you in as my co-host dude we talked about this last week and we don't talk about it we be about it yep call it in the ring let's get it call in the ring baby baby we are getting it we have two awesome guests um we have the two guests that i wanted I thought when I when I had this going, when me and him were talking about it, when I was trying to get the concept, I was wondering who could I bring in to talk about the local indie scene. And bada bing, bada boom. We got two of the best in the indie scene around the area. We have Jacob Ratliff. What's going on, man? What's up, Nick? What's going on, buddy? And we have Debo. Hey, what's going on, my man? Man, it's awesome seeing you guys, dude. It's, it's kind of a blast from the past, you know? And it seems like as soon as we've seen each other, it, it stopped for where we left off. Just having a good time and being who we are and doing what we like to do. Hell yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys being in here, and we're going to get to the business, dude. We're here to talk wrestling, and we're here to talk about wrestlers. I'm going to talk about the dude that I believe it. You can quote me if I'm wrong. Did I make the first T-shirt that you ever had as your professional wrestling career yes yes you did so i was i was responsible for selling that first one and producing it i feel fucking cool and i appreciate it dude it was nice too yeah got got him on the ground floor yeah right it was awesome dude it was overwhelming having that much fun with you guys man because you guys know i came in as a fan i was watching it and then all of a sudden i was like man i kind of want to hang out with these guys and learn the business and be a part about it and you guys and some others were so fucking cool about helping and teaching and learning and letting someone feel like they be a part of something without it being awkward it was awesome you know um sometimes you go to schools and it's about the teachers you know people want to get there about the teachers but if you have awesome fucking students in a place it makes a hell of a fucking difference Mm -hmm. and that's what was going on in paris for sure you guys are fucking awesome, man. I thought you guys were doing a great job. Yeah, so, Jacob, you. do you want me to tell you uh, what I want? What I want to know is when was your first match? What got you into? Let's do it. Let's do it the opposite way. What got you into wrestling? You know, how was it? I kind of already know a little bit. I know a little bit more about you than maybe some of the fans back home do. But what got you into wrestling? What was your first match once you became a wrestler? And how did you feel going into your first match? Well, you know, wrestling's always been a part of my life. My right. my dad was really into it. Um, mm-hmm. my uncle TT he was really really into it. You know, Shout out, you know him pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my boy, man. Well, like my first memory was being like five or six years old, and uh, you may remember AWA wrestling Absolutely. used to come on Sports Center, mm-hmm. and all wow. I remember was Sergeant Slaughter. You know, talking about USA, calling people maggot. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> Right, and there was this milkman character. Yes, Jake Middleman. Yes, very nice yes. guy. I, I, Those were yeah. my two favorite wrestlers at like five years old. <laughs> and then you know I got a little bit out of it, and around ten I start watching. You know I, I got to intersect at ten. I'm so sorry. Yes, sir. Just because at ten I was going to his house and hanging out with his uh, his uncle who was babysitting him. Yeah, and I was jealous as. Fuck of his wrestling collection, dude. Really? Jesus Christ. You big on action figures or what? Yes, yes. Everyone you can imagine. Wow. I mean, I'm look. Some of them's worth some paper now if you still got them, dude. Oh, I do, dude. They, his, him, and his daddy got probably some of the best collections in Kentucky. Really? The really good shit, wrestling wise. Fuck yeah. All day wow. long. So you're 10 years old. I'm sorry. I'm 10 years old, and Dad's rewatching a lot of older wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. 
we used to watch Jerry the King Lawler, Damn. Hot Rod Roddy Piper, uh-huh, Macho Man Randy Savage, uh-huh, one, two, three, guaranteed victory, yeah! <laughs> yeah, baby! Wow. Whoa, that's a pretty good impression, too, man. Yeah, man. So we got it going today. So what? I remember you being a huge fan of wrestling at a young age. So when your uncle told me you were trying to get into the business, I said, fuck yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's perfect, dude. And, and then when I seen it with my own eyes, boom. I think you got what's going on, man. You know what I'm saying? I think you do an incredible job at what you do. You're entertaining as fuck. <laughs> and you, what does he do? I know what he does. You probably know what he does, too. You probably felt him before, Debo. Oh, yeah. He gives them, he gives them, almost, he gives them fucking biscuits. Bow. Bow, baby. You got some gravy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only for my girlfriend. Woo! Oh, damn. Woo! And with that one thing, another cool thing is he's always been a fan of my music. He's been a fan, and, and it was really cool. I, one of the first times we actually talked when we were standing around a ring, which is something we like to do sometimes. We might have gotten in trouble for just running our mouse a little too much. But he said, you know, one of the songs that you and my uncle did, Mark My Words, he was like, I'm thinking about using it as a theme. And I was like, I'm going to get a shirt. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a little thing where it's Mark My Words. And that, that was fucking awesome. That made me feel good. Because, you know, we, we, we take a lot of time to do that music, and it means a lot to us. So when we find other Damn people, right. family or friends, mm-hmm. means a lot to us, man. Well, that song, you know, my uncle played guitar for it. Mm-hmm. You sang for it. And, mm-hmm. like, I grew up with it. And to maybe my uncle, it meant something else. But to mm-hmm. me, like, it always, like, deep inside, I was like, you know, mark my words. Yeah, boom, me too. I was going to be a wrestler. I was going to be in that ring. You know what Fuck I'm saying? yeah. You know, it, it does like the seeds like a future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the song, he's talking about where he plants his seed, yeah, and it will grow strong and fruitful. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I thought about my dreams as a wrestler. No matter how many times they told me I couldn't do it or I wouldn't do it, and yeah. I surprised them all. I planted the seed, and it's growing. And Mark it's my fucking words. Hell yeah. Mark my motherfucking words. Boom! You guys are live in the studio. I have Juicy Jimmy behind me. Yeah, I, I feel the heat radiating off of his conversation. We about to have. I got Debo in the studio. I got fucking. I'm sorry about cussing so much. So if you guys are out there, I'm having a good time, and I like to cuss a lot. Maybe if if should I should I not cuss? Should I cuss more? Or should I cuss less? Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah. I got fucking Jacob Ratliff in the fucking studio. Oh, hell yeah. And we are live in the studio. You're listening to From Parts Unknown, and this song is Negative 77. It's called Mark My Words, Skullface Records Radio. <laughs>
listening to a nostalgic song, man, with the with the nephew of the guitar player for that negative uh, seventy seven crew. Uh, like I said, we've been shouting out old TT Ratliff, man. His ears probably itching right about now, man. Uh, we love having him in the studio. I think he's actually going to be here tomorrow for my bachelor party. He's one of my best men. Really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Oh, he don't. He never brags and boasts about the awesome <laughs> shit he does. Dude puts out like three albums. You know what I'm saying? And he's the most modest dude ever. And he's probably one of the most, uh, you know, unique guitar players in this whole that I've ever played with. And he's just humble. He'll just, uh, whatever. No, but he's a badass dude. Um, Jimmy. Yo. Man, how has your week been? And I know you have some fucking awesome, rad, badass news coming up for this next uh, next week or so, right? Yeah, man. You knee deep in some awesome shit. Yeah, no shit. Uh, no, man. It finally got announced. I can tell it now. Uh, Exclusive. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's out on Twitter, too, at Juicy Jimmy. You can follow me there. Uh Saturday, I will be at the Collective in Indianapolis at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I'm in a twink uh, gauntlet match. <laughs> I shit you not. The fuck is that, dude? Uh, a lot of twinks. Uh, like, you know, so, like, cool. I'm, I get down that like that, so, you know, it's a good time. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. Well, I'm lost. What, are you? What exactly? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm naive. Are I don't, you? I don't know what tweet, twink, twink, twink? A, a smooth boy, uh-huh. gay boy. Uh-huh. Uh I, I guess it'd be bisexuals now. Like I, I, the 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 terminology uh-huh. now, I'm not as up. Oh, okay, on so it. Yeah. everybody involved. Yes, like like gotcha. the, the, this show. I didn't, I didn't. I never heard the word. It, I'm naive. This show like, Saturday uh-huh. is. Uh, and, and and I'm gonna fuck this up. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize, but uh, it is a probably in my recollection the only time erect election. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be plenty of that too. This will be an erect yes. election match, I believe. <laughs> Sorry, but giggity giggity giggity. All right. But yeah, uh, it, this is the first time in the Midwest that they've uh-huh. had a basically oh well, great ex- yeah. exclusively gay. Uh, LGBT uh, event, so oh, like, gotcha. yeah, like it's gonna be cool. Well, that's a big like, deal, yeah, man. Uh, it like, and there's like 20 shows at this collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy them all on fight and watch them right from the comfort of your own home. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to do like maybe a watch along with one of these matches, maybe next week. Okay. Um, after cool. they're already shot, yeah. we'll bring it back up and kind yeah. of, especially if you're involved in yeah. one, uh, well, it would be uh, well, awesome to see, I, see it from the inside out. I'm actually involved in two. So what? we go from the twink gauntlet match uh-huh. to me being in a six-man tag team death match. The fuck? <laughs> the Sunday, fuck? Sunday night at 1130. Woo! Yeah. This is like a big card. For, for PPW, that's when their show starts. This is the last show of the collective. Uh, it'll be me, Nolan Edwards, uh, and Patrick Heater against the, all three of the rejects, John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, and Akira. Gotcha. So, yeah. Shit, sounds like a hell of a night, man. Yeah, well, it's yeah, good to hear some yeah. action being, you know, out Ho- there. Hopefully that's, I can. That's the, good, that's the best part, yeah. almost. Yeah. Just that matches are going on. Yeah, and co- of course that weekend there's Joey Janela Spring Break, uh, all kinds of big shit happening at the Collective, like... Uh, this was originally supposed to happen in uh, Tampa during WrestleMania, and, you know, fuck you, Rona. Uh, <laughs> oh, gotcha. So this is kind of like a reschedule, yeah, like a yeah, make Well, well it, it, it really is, except it, it, it went from Tampa to, to Indianapolis, which, gotcha. don't get me wrong, I love Florida, but mm-hmm. works out better for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a hell of a lot closer to home, man, if you have to take that road trip. Take yeah, that well, long yeah, road ultimately. Trip. But, yeah, man, been a good week, uh, you know, all that good shit. Uh just happy to be here and hanging out, having a good time tonight with uh, Jacob and Debo and yourself. Man, we love having you in the studio. Like I said, you've been my new best friend for the last two weeks. <laughs> I think I think we hit it off, man. We got no a, shit. We got a lot of things in common, man. We got a lot of things we could talk about. Um, speaking of, we have Jacob Ratliff in here. He was fixing to tell us a little He's bit. He's ten of years something. old. The last time we left, him. yeah. So we so, got, we got a lot of catching up to do, Jacob. <laughs> Ride us along, man. Tell right. us tell us from 10 years old until you stepping in that ring. Well, I, I started in high school. like Amateur? I, or, yeah, yeah. I wrestled amateur in middle school. 
a little bit, and then I quit, and then came back in high school. Oh, great. And it was my senior night, uh-huh. and uh, we were making this big, elaborate entrance. We had the smoke machine and everything, and uh-huh. our coach, French, wanted us to come out to, like, wrestler music, like WWE theme songs and stuff. Hell yeah. So I come out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I just start Ultimate Warrior da, running out of locker da, room. Da, 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 da. You've been a real badass if you had a beer out there. Okay. <laughs> and so I wrestled the match, and uh-huh. I'm just clubbing the heck out of this guy. <laughs> no shit. I'm not a Vern Gagne. I have a video. Well, Pops has a video. Man, I'm ne- I was never a Kurt Angle, Vern Gagne wrestler. Yeah, I was yeah. just bigger than everybody, and I mm-hmm. just clubbed him. I was more like Bam Bam Bigelow. Just yeah. bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Dude's headgear came off and stuff. And, uh, Did you get a lot of disqualifications? Uh, a couple times I was threatened, yeah. <laughs> no big shocker That's there. awesome, dude. Well, one of the coaches uh-huh. um, for the other team came up to me and was like, I used to be a manager. I used to work for IWA. His name was Ryan Huff. And he, he was, oh wow! Well, you know I know Ryan? Ryan really well. Oh wow! You made him pop. Wow, huge pop! And he said, uh, "You know, well, let me reverse back a little bit. Uh-huh. Before we started wrestling, we had this big presentation, and uh-huh. you know, they asked kids, they're like." What do you want to do when you grow up? What college you want to go to? And, you know, kids were like, I want to be a male nurse. I don't want to be a cop. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I want to be a pro wrestler. That's all That's all I've yeah. ever wanted. Yeah. And Ryan was like, so I hear you want to be a pro wrestler. And I'm like, yes, sir, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. And he was like, well, I know the guy that runs uh, Primetime Wrestling down in Paris. Boom. Larry. He's like, I'll text him. He's like, you can go there next Sunday. And, well, you know. Yeah, that's- dude, you live right down the fucking street. I live Jesus. two minutes away from this wow. building. Yeah, man. Like it was just it was it was it was like a red carpet straight to the yeah. straight to the door. But, but, but before before Huff told you about it, did you have any idea that there was a wrestling school or a wrestling show right in your hometown? I didn't know about the wrestling school, but I knew about the wrestling show. Everyone everyone knew about the wrestling show. It was a uh, you know right. I, used to, I used to take girls there cool. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm oh, saying? Got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, man. And friends and everything else. Yeah, that's my uh, Debo. Yo. What up, man? How you doing over there? I'm good, man. man I think you look fucking buff. <laughs> he does. He getting them gains. He, yeah, I saw them bear crawls. That's the that's the difference, right? Yeah, for you haven't stopped, right? Oh no, just you guys have been grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding. I'm gonna get back to you. I just want to make sure you went to sleep. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna make sure, I, but I was just looking at it, looked over like wake Damn. up, call. I was like, look at them shoulders. Like he's getting buff, Bagwell. Yeah. PTW's where you had your first match then right yeah yeah I, I went there you know after ryan you know texted larry and was like i have a guy uh-huh. that's wanting to try and be a wrestler yeah and then they had a whole academy i didn't know about boom they were training uh they, they were training eric you know eric perez yes um you know they were training austin carte which is mm-hmm. who i ended up having my first match with yes um and then quickly like Victor Vargas started, you mm-hmm. know, joining. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debo, I remember Debo's first day. Wow, uh, yeah. Le- Legends yeah. Pro Wrestling Academy. Yeah. In Paris. Well, now it's in, it's in Cynthiana. And Actually, opening day soon, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Hey, hey. Tomorrow. grand opening. Hey. So if you want to go and be a wrestler, you know, if you're listening to this, uh-huh. just drive up to Cynthiana or hit up Larry D. Yes. He'll tell you where to go, and he'll get you. It's thirty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Wow, he'll get you in. Wow, yeah, you can do seminars. Um, he's he's wanting to do multiple classes a week. He wants to work certain days on promos. He's wanting to work certain days in ring. It's, Sounds fun. You can't it's beat it. You can't. If be- you stay asleep. Yeah, sounds fun, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds abs- it's yeah. absolutely great, man. I'm actually having a bachelor party tomorrow as well. Oh nice, nice. Cynthia's popping. You got the academy starting up here tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. awesome as fuck. Yep. Let's rewind real quick to you backstage waiting on your music to hit for the first time you hit the ring for your first match. What's going on in your head? And how are you feeling there that you've like you've made that whole fucking road and you're at the moment where you are about to walk down that aisle? I just felt so many different emotions. Like, of uh-huh. course, I was nervous. Like, yep. I'd already puked. I'm probably yeah. going to puke again. I did puke again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I about puked out there in the match. I was just, I was yeah. amped. You know, I, I was excited. And it was almost kind of like 
the moment before you like start a fight. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? My hands are all clammy. I'm afraid to just bust a motherfucker. You know, just <laughs> hell like, yeah. Oh, Give me some biscuits. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was up there in just like the corner, like right next to the wall. Just had my earbuds in, getting ready for it. Yeah, air boxing and shit. Fuck yeah, trying to get psyched. And uh, do you remember your theme music? Yeah, it was uh, like M- Moss to Flame. What's <laughs> Moss to Flame? What? DJ Slim. <laughs> Heavy and nasty, like your uh, um, is it your cousin Doug? Yes, or my um, uncle, my uncle, your Doug. uncle Doug. Yeah, his band. Ooh, when hearts fail, we uh, oh, yeah. we just released a comp here at Skullface Records uh, called the Kentucky's Underground Volume Five, and his band bats third on the record. Yeah, so we'll get one in, man. We get you guys back down here for part two of these interviews or something. Hell yeah. Man. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, have that CD for you guys, man, and get it yeah. in. Oh, that sounds um, nice. We're going to take a quick break. Um, you know, when we're sitting around here, sometimes we get chafed and we might be swamped and ashy. When you're swamped and ashy, you know what you might do? Shower. You might shower. <laughs> Or you might just stay dirty and let it slip by. (laughs) This song is about a dude named Johnny who fucked up with the wrong people and he had to be taken care of. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We're going to be talking to Debo. We're live in the studio with Jacob Ratliff, with Debo, with my boy Juicy Jimmy, the news best co-host in the whole fucking world. (laughs) We got Slim over in the corner looking at probably uh, Pornhub. This song's uh, Swamped and Ashy. It's called Slip By. You're listening to Skullface Records Radio. You're listening to Front Parts Unknown. We'll be right back. Well, I really wish you didn't steal from us, John. Because now I'm going to have to fuck your mother in the air. Now I'm consumed by everything I've ever hated. You are consumed by all the spill trash that's a week Nothing like you. you let it slip by. Black now it's black. Black now it's black. studio we are shooting from parts unknown we have juicy jimmy damn right the best co-host in the whole fucking world god damn right and then you have yours truly nick himes is sitting here we have dj slim over in the corner looking at Pornhub and uh spinning the and then we have some awesome independent wrestlers from central kentucky we have debo i'm debo who debo We have Jacob Ratliff. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, man, um, they are from the Paris area. They uh, they actually are. You guys are affiliated with PTW, correct? And they are just opening um, their new facility in Cynthiana. So if you guys want to check that out tomorrow, um, it's going to be an amazing thing. You go there. Uh, if you want to any questions and queries, uh, look up Larry D. Or you can call in at Skullface Records Radio, and we'll give you all the information you need at 859 Five, six. Start your journey today. Exactly. Um, so before uh, we we had a, a good friend of the radio station, Goosey of Goosey's Goodies, um, show up. She was bring, uh, bringing us some tables and some other stuff that she had. And while we were interacting and getting in and getting her in and out real quick, um, giggity giggity giggity. All right. Yeah. We were all talking about porn. Damn right. <laughs> So I guess real quick, we're going to have a quick segment. Uh, this is from Parts Unknown. This is, uh, I don't know, this is uh, this is the Juicy Jimmy experience. Goddamn right. right. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Were we talking Man. about the difference of what? the quality? No, 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 no. Like the, the, the access. Like mm-hmm. I, I can remember like mm-hmm. magazines being a big deal. Oh, yeah. And like 
when video productions was open up out here we we were in a like uh cub scout thing and like for some reason we got dropped off there to wait on our parents like after one of our activities one day uh-huh. and like don't get me wrong i was always in there renting shit and mm-hmm. i loved looking around the video store i could spend hours in there when i was a kid mm-hmm. and this one day we were my mom was late coming back from work and like i accidentally rolled into the porn room like Ooh. it was a life change cha- well it, it was a, oh, <laughs> yeah all night I, long i mean Woo. i probably was maybe <laughs> eight ten years old something along them lines and uh-huh. man like i just remember that day like Mm-hmm. Barriers being broke down in my life. What a what a monumental day that was! And do like, you, do you know what the what was the first scene? Like, what was it? Like, what did you see, man? What like, was it, man? Well, it was how, like, how it, big was it? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it 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 was this room that like you kind of had to like know how to snorted. get over there. Yeah, like and like, but now you've got it on your tablet, and it's so awesome. It's like, easy, yeah. So, oh my god! So what I would do, what I would say, this is how we can probably establish what's going on in porn uh, via everyone in the studio tonight. Um, what a lot of do, homemade. What we do is we'll go around and we'll say our age, and then we'll say how we were first, our first memory of porn, and that should let us know. Hell you know yeah! What I'm saying? And we'll do age and and like you know you know we can't do exact, but we'll we'll give a guesstimation. Yeah. So Juicy Jimmy, yes. What was your very? Did you just say what was your very first? Uh, I tell you what it was. As uh-huh. a matter of fact, the hot video out at the time uh-huh. was, and it, I don't know if it's necessarily counts as what you say a porno, but it was a softcore porn. Okay. Uh, when uh, chick from Baywatch, uh, Pam, did, yeah, when her videos her and were Tommy? hot, bro. Her and Tommy, no, 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 no. It's before that. Her what, and uh, what, the dude from no. Poison. Like the this wasn't any of the sex tapes. Oh, it was her like the soft like the, like her Playboy and like her like soft core like fucking oh, like HBO type yeah. two AM type movies were hot in like like I, I remember when she was the big shit man like mm-hmm. dude HBO boobies was awesome. Skin of Max, dude. When you get that skin free of Max, for, I was poor. So the only time I got it was when I was free. Yeah. But that was awesome. Yeah, I got the scramble channel. You listen to it. That's when you knew you had a problem jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) Desperate times, fellas. Mine was a little bit. Mine was a little bit more soft core than that. (laughs) I literally grew up in Redbud Lane in Paris. My neighbor had a garage. They moved in. The new family did. The other family moved out, and there was Playboy. In the garage, yeah, I had a couple nice. of those. Yeah, so I would just steal them. We had we had woods like woods. We would like uh, play uh, capture the flag, or we'd ride our bikes in and shit. So we'd get the Playboy, take it back to the woods, and then hide it in the secret place in the woods. Hell I, yeah! I yeah. deemed to think any of these young kids were going back there and like you know <laughs> winking one out. I think it was just to say we seen a Playboy, but that was my first experience. Uh, Debo, man. What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, this is your first experience on here, bro. It's kind of giggly, I suppose. Everybody's got a first time now, damn it. <laughs> L- listen. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your first experience, bro? Well, it's kind of interesting, you know, because I'm 25 years old. Okay, okay. okay. So back when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what it was like when you was a kid. Uh-huh. It's, it's not much different than what it is today, mm-hmm. except for nowadays, you know, you could get on a tablet or get on your phone gotcha. yeah. and, and look at porn. God mm-hmm. bless technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, it was just a, a typical day. You know, I'm on the computer, you know, yeah. looking at Disney or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's going to take a real hard turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, on the top right of the screen, I just get some little pop-up. Oh. A little pop-up. And, you know. Hey, cutie. Kid, you know, I seen. I, I read it. And, you know, I probably shouldn't have clicked on it. But yeah, yeah. You got a virus. You, you got a virus, but you it was know, worth it. You know, I like to try new things. So I clicked it on it. It sounds like Yahoo Instant Messenger back <laughs> oh, in the gotcha. day. All right. We're going to take it now to Jacob Ratliff, and I know him kind of good, so as long as this, t- this, this this story don't start out well, me and my Uncle T.T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit on that one. Go ahead, Jacob. What was your first experience? Well, my first porn experience, I guess. <laughs> I was about 14 years old. Woo! Woo! Young, baby! And I was over at a friend's house, and we are just flipping through the channels. It's uh-huh. like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, 
Skinamax? The Whoa. fuck's a Skinamax? Yeah. Does that have robots in it? Yeah, what is this? He was getting ready to find out. <laughs> yeah, is this anime? <laughs> right. Well, I'm watching like the first 10 minutes, and I'm like trying to get into the storyline a little bit. Yeah, but and it is we're not like, in Kansas anymore, huh? The worst fucking acting ever was uh, like, oh right. no, your husband's going to be home. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start, you know, screwing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I've never looked at porn before, you know? <laughs> so I was like, I guess that's a cooter. And, Boom, and yeah. That's, that's a Johnson. Here's yeah, yeah, a dick. <laughs> you know, they were getting down. And everyone else was freaking out. They were like, oh, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Keep it here, baby. We keep it here. I want it more. Here. We're becoming men. <laughs> right. I wanted to learn passage. something. That's awesome, dude. And thanks for everyone for being here for uh, Juicy's Jimmy segment. I'm sorry. We need a name for my segment. We need a cool, yeah. There you go. (laughs) We'll come up with a better name for it to segue in when we get this edited. We'll get our shit together one of these days, I promise you. (laughs) That was awesome, dude. (laughs) Good job, guys. So, Debo, my man. What's going on, my man? I'm Debo. Who? Debo. Like I said, man, uh, it's an honor to have you in here. It's awesome to be able to see you. Um, you know, you just like Jacob, you know what I'm saying? One of the first things you said when we was back in the back room, he was like, dude, I still have that CD you gave me. And I appreciate that shit, dude. I remember you hear, hearing uh, Code Chill, man. And we still, you know, what we talked about back then still holds. If you want and need help with any kind of theme music or anything with that, shooting promos, getting any of that stuff, and it goes for you too, man. We will help you out here yeah. as much as we can because that's what we fucking that. do. Support you know independent wrestling. We sure that. do 100%, man. Um, so, Debo, what got you into wrestling? And when did you start wrestling? And how did you hear about it as well? Uh, well, the academy, I knew about the academy for a while. Um, I had a, went up to a show back when PTW was still in Georgetown. Oh, cool. And, you know, I saw Ronnie, I saw Larry, Zodiac, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Taggart, mm-hmm. and I was blown away. Yeah. And, you know, I already wanted to join wrestling anyways, and I never really had the opportunity to to get in it i didn't know where any promotions were Mm -hmm. you know and i found ptw yeah wow and uh luckily for me that night you know i saw larry met up with hustle you know uh, i pulled them aside uh, Mm -hmm. i talked to them about getting started bada bing bada boom basically you know Mm -hmm. i didn't start around that time i mean i came back a couple years later but Mm -hmm. eventually i i came back though was everybody really supportive like around you when you started into because that's that's not your everyday thing you know Absolutely, I've, I had a lot of support, but mm-hmm. it was it was more like I don't think people really believed me. Oh, they were like telling oh, everybody okay. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a wrestler." They're just uh-huh. like, "Oh, okay, yeah, uh-huh. cool, man." And then when I actually do it, they're just like, "Oh, the oh, fuck, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a wrestler yeah. now, yeah." <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, the, the support is definitely strong. Oh, that's definitely. awesome, man. So um, you got your start in PTW. Um, you just had your first match recently, right? Uh, back in December. Back in December. Yes. So it's been almost, it's going on almost a year. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Like, what was it like? Man, it... Nerve-wracking? It was everything. Was you yeah. jacked up? Was you ready? Yeah. yeah, oh, definitely. I was more than ready. Uh, I remember right before my music was playing, I was just behind the curtain. Uh-huh. My heart racing, yeah. just nervous and nervous, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is really happening. happening. My music hits. I'm Debo. Who? Debo. come through the curtain with nothing but fire the crowds behind me boom, everything boom, just boom. went away yeah know? wow it was like all that nervous and all that fear you know it was just gone and i was just kind of in the zone and uh comes like an out-of-body experience it was everything it was, yeah. it was something i've been waiting for my whole life so. that's yeah. amazing man that, that is really fucking cool dude what we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to a little bit of music real quick um you know the song that i played for you a year ago I want to hear it again, dude. Uh, Slim, what it was is one part madness, code chill. I got it. 
Oh, you already got it. Damn, he's on ah. it like he's on it like that. Um, we're gonna be right back, guys, in the studio with Debo with Jacob Ratliff. We got Juicy Jimmy and Nick here, so you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. We're liable to go anywhere. Folks. We might talk about a little bit. Of, we might talk Joe a little bit. He's not here, so he can't get us in a. <laughs> he's nerve here in mode spirit. Absolutely, he's always here in spirit. And we talk like he's dead. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's shit going on. We bring him in here and just set him up. <laughs> Prop me up beside the jukebox. <laughs> this is uh, you guys are listening to From Parts Unknown. Um, one part madness. Coach Hill, motherfuckers. We'll be right back. Skullface Records Radio. So ill, I for sure will go kill flow till the beat get cold chill. Said I'm so ill, I for sure will go kill flow till the beat get cold chill. Shout out to all my haters, wish y'all best of luck. Cause life's a bit too short to stay stressed as fuck. I press my luck, seems like on the daily. Live a life kinda like a night spin at Barnum and Bailey's. Step to the mic and spit like fuck you pay me. But I cuss too much for the radio to play me. Go to shop a demo when the wreck execs say we. Too antagonistic with lyrics this Twisted. Never gonna end up on a kid's Christmas wish list Let alone have a single C attached and sitless Thought I had a good shit, spitting that sickness But the game made a quick switch, it looks like I just missed it So ill, I for sure will go kill flow till The beacon coach chill said I'm so ill I for sure will go kill flow till The beacon coach chill Never ever really been normal But fossil with my verbal and a certain sparkle That was alarming, trying to disarm me Made me put up my guard enough with your bullshit Erupt with the coolest corrupt scumbag that you'll ever meet to lead to see retreat amid defeat. No, there's no competing with me. I'm Muhammad Ali with the mic slap white of black streets and tracks. You'll collapse from my wrath. You dried up like lips, chat, probably relapse. On packs as I map the map, fat sacks, blood raps, wanting to relax. Your big bitch made scary man. It's embarrassing. No comparison. Now I bury them. So ill, I for sure will go kill flow till the beat get cold chill. Said I'm so ill, I for sure will go kill flow till the beat get cold chill. Higher than the ceiling, higher than I ever been. Higher than a purple heart veteran for medical severance package. Higher than an addict taking crackets in the attic. Told me something drastic like he had to have it. Told him that I'm higher than the space shuttle and my rebuttal so high that I'm in trouble outside my oxygen bubble. He responded with a mumble and I couldn't comprehend it so the conversation ended. I'm like splendid as I'm headed down the front door. Blunt road, punk drove, headed down the country road. Down the hills of the KY, stay high, window crack so you can smell me as I blaze by. So ill, I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm so ill. I for sure will go kill flow till the beacon coach chill said I'm. This is exclusive, man. We had to run back in here. Coming real in quick. hot. Yeah, because there was a fucking story that it was uh, being told, man. It, was, it, needed, <laughs> it needed to be live. Um, what was going on, guys? Is uh, I live. Uh, I'm getting ready to move. Thank God. But I live next to this horse farm. Um, that's not very taken care of very well, or the way it should be, I suppose. And um, they had uh, these uh, horses, like these wild horses and a couple donkeys on one side. And then there was like a driveway. And on the other side, there was like this really expensive, like miniature pony. It was cute. My little girl would go down to the fence. She would pet it. We would take it plums. We would get real nice plums, too. Real Huey Blue. So we'd take it. They really liked the plums. So we'd take the plums down there, and we would feed this uh, cute little pony. I mean, it was like the size of a, of a dog. You know, a big dog, I guess. Right. So um, I guess what happened is one day I'm looking down, and this little pony is loose. So it's running up and down the driveway. I contact the farm people. There's no response, and I'm watching what's going on because basically if this pony comes up past my driveway, it's to the road. So I'm trying to at least block it to keep from their shit getting fucked up, right? Well, I don't know what happens, but this pony, like, takes off, cuts to the left, and now it jumps into the field with all these other horses and these donkeys. What happened next, you might want to close your ears, kids, because it's going to get nasty. But uh, these donkeys and this horses just basically surround it. Like, you just seen it happen. 
surrounded, started throwing kicks. Yeah, started throwing kicks at this little thing until it surrendered. And then for the next, like, I don't think they came home for like two or three days. This thing got fucked by a donkey and a horse gangbang style until the cows came home. That's mother nature at work. Yeah, dude. It was awful. Dude, when it finally got away, this pony was no more the little lovable <laughs> pony. It was broken. It was sad. It was walking slow. It didn't care no more. It just broke this fucking pony. Well, no shit. Death. Yeah, he was discarded for life. He was Jesus. Yeah. What? Well, like whatever happened. This pony's probably not much of a pony anymore. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's never going to be. My the little same. girl was like, oh, "I want to go." F-. No. <laughs> Fuck that pony. This little pony won't come to you for your plums no more. <laughs> Ladies Poor. and gentlemen, this is a prime example of what happens when you get a virus on your computer and it says, click here to watch a clown fuck a horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or you go to the donkey shows down in Mexico. That's funny. We are back with uh, From Parts Unknown. Uh, we're live. We got the green lights on. That means that we're live in the studio and that it's dark outside. Well, only the creepers and the crawlers come out to play, baby, baby. Um, we have Debo. I'm Debo. Who? Debo. We've been talking about your career, your venture, how you came into wrestling, how you figured out a, a bit wrestling, and then we went into your first match. Um, what I want to know from you, man, what's your plans? What's your goals? I know I know. in the business you are in, you constantly have to be on top of what you want to do, and then you have to make the shit happen. What's your goals for the next year? Um, pretty much, you know, just keep on going. Uh-huh. You know, keep Keep training, keep working, keep mm. getting better. Yeah. Keep uh, grinding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep helping making the business better. Mm. There Absolutely. you go. You can't beat that, man. There you uh, go. You can't beat that. I, I know uh, just from personal experience, uh, not only are you good in the ring, you're good with everyone outside. You make people feel like you care. You talk. You interact. You act like you give a shit about people. And that means a lot. Yep. That'll you know, go a long way. You know, some folks will go in there and they'll pass you up and they won't give a shit what you're doing or what you're doing. They're they're completely by themselves. And that might be because of something that shitty happened to them. Who knows? Yep. But it means a lot when you make someone feel comfortable. Yep. Absolutely. It really does. It makes better for everyone. And when you see them down the line five years from now, you that you, you reap what you sow. You. you reap what you sow with Absolutely. it, man. Um, how about you, Jacob? I know you've been giving biscuits to people as much as you can. You might as well have your you need you need your own biscuits that you throw out and knock the shit out of people with, like as you come out, just throwing the motherfucker. Have you ever thrown biscuits? Well, no, but that's not the first time someone's mentioned that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Two or three times actually. Like literally Goosey's goodies just came in here. I should have hooked you up. She could bake those biscuits and have them ready for you to throw before every show. I'd probably be the most popular wrestler ever. <laughs> I'd just throwing biscuits left and right. Yeah, especially where they're eating all the fucking hot dogs and shit nonstop. Man, biscuits would be I'm like sure the concession shit. stands would just love him throwing out biscuits to the crowd, <laughs> especially if they're selling them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I got to think of the money angle on everything. Right. $3 a pop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Damn right. What, Premium. Uh, so what are you, What what's your plans, man? What's your goals uh, for, uh, you know, going out of 2020? You know, everybody's, uh, everybody's ready to say bye to 2020, I'm sure. Um, what's your goals going into 2021, you know, throughout the next year? I want to get out there as much as possible. Yeah. I, there you go. I want to wrestle anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, or next weekend, rather, I'm going to wrestle both in Tennessee and in Alabama. Boom. I want to take I want to take the biscuits nationwide. Boom. Knocking Throw them around. Knocking out any son of a bitch that wants some. Absolutely. All yeah. day, every day. Deep uh, South tour. Absolutely, man. That's awesome, dude. 2020 has been a hell of a... Uh, uh, detour but it seems like everybody in this studio's yeah. not let it take them down and we're getting past it Amen. we're, we're, we're going to go on to bigger and better things um dude thank you oh man my, my happy fingers are up 
because I got to hang out with Jacob Ratliff. I got to hang out with Debo. Um, it was awesome having you guys in the Hell studio. Yeah. I hope this is not the last time. I hope we can come in here and do a part two segment. I hope you have a hell of a day tomorrow down there with the Academy. PTW starting up in Cynthiana. So if you guys want to get out there, man, and, and, and figure out and, and make something of yourself or, or live a dream that you've always wanted, they can make the shit happen, dude. They can make it happen. And Jacob, you going to stay around later on because you know what we're going to be doing? What's that? We're going to be listening to your uncle's band, When Hearts Fail. I'm, I'm hyped for it. Let's do it. Yeah, man. I was, I was thinking maybe if we stuck around for a little bit, we might hang out. I might get Debo to play some drums. I might get Juicy Jimmy to maybe to. to, to I bet you could saxophone. Yeah, you're, you're a wind instrument. Yeah, I, for sure. Goddamn right. <laughs> play a harp. Absolutely, man. That's awesome, dude. And we're gonna get out of here because we're just gonna kind of hang out and do our thing for the rest of the night. Jimmy, thank you for coming in. Um, thank you for being a part of the show with me. Um, this has been a great first episode with me and you holding the key together Hell man yeah. which is awesome is there anything you want to promote for yourself or anything man before we get out of here um it's pretty easy man uh follow me on twitter uh at juicy jimmy uh, same thing on facebook give me a like follow uh uh f- f- yeah, like on twitter i'm much more active I'm, I'm much more adult on twitter uh you know uh support the shows i've got coming up and most of all support independent wrestling guys are out here working their fucking asses off Absolutely. and man you know, like in in armories and buildings where, where where they can have shows now, and like get out there and support them because man, you never know the the dudes or or women you see today who will be on Monday Night Raw or AEW in the next three, four, five years. So uh, enjoy them while while you can have interaction with them because man, once they hit the next level. You know, you you get you going and getting your pictures made and getting autographs, man. That that becomes very few and far between. And, Absolutely. And the support you give them guys now directly affects them getting to that next level. So I I'll leave you with that this week, Nick. Here you go, back to you, buddy. Man, uh, thank you, dude. That was, yeah. that, was that, that hit you right. That that's right there, baby. That's how you fucking tell it. That's how you tell it how it fucking is, baby, baby. We appreciate the new segment today. We appreciate everybody talking about porn. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to let your guard down. The juice down. is loose. The juice is loose, baby, baby. And sometimes the shit's got to be told that's not told on every other show. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, appreciate you guys, dude. Debo in the hey, studio. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Jacob Ratliff. Hell thank yeah. you, man. You're welcome. Uh, don't, don't drop the biscuits here, man. I can't wait to see you give the biscuits again. I'm seeing you in the ring with some of the my most entertaining matches I've seen in PTW has involved you. Thanks, Slim. Appreciate you all time. Thanks, Thank everybody you. listening, dude. From Parts Unknown, Skullface Records, fuck you. Peace. Yep. Have you ever heard of a podcast? People listen to them. They subscribe to them. They love them. As a business, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? You can when you hire the pros at Skullface Records Radio. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical people and a killer podcast to spread the word about your business. Getting old biz into new media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with the help of Skullface Records Radio. Get a free estimate by emailing skullfaceradio at gmail.com or call 8 8- 859-588-6456 today. Some creepy guy is stalking you in the parking garage at 3 a.m., but you're not worried because you have a bright for war industries knife strapped to your belt. Don't be a victim in this crazy world. Protect yourself. Carry a knife made by Bright for War Industries. It may save your life. Hi, this is Josh for Bright for War Industries. I'm a professional knife maker with 15 years experience. If you're looking for a unique gift or a high-performance piece of cutlery for the kitchen, the field, or for personal protection, look no further. Look for me on Instagram at Bright for War. Need some t-shirts? Want some merch for your band? Stickers? Whatever you need, let Special Tees hook you up. T-shirts, car decals, and more. Fast, friendly service with a smile. It's just under their mask. Special Tees is now the exclusive provider for Skullface Records Radio t-shirts. Call Brittany the best at 859-588-2165. 859-588-2165. Shipping is available for an extra cost. Special Tees of Cynthia. Would you like to donate money to our cause? Shit ain't free, man! This stuff takes money. Every little bit helps. We can do a commercial for your business. You can make you money, and then we can make money. Want to sponsor
sponsor a segment or one of our shows? Want to get famous, man? Want to sponsor a show? Multiple mentions, all kinds of publicity. Email us, skullfaceradio at gmail.com. Don't forget the social media. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash Skullface Records Radio. This is Goosey from Goosey's Goodies. Are you looking for some goodies for your next party or event? Be sure to find me on Facebook so I can make you some custom baked goods. You can bet your sweet when I'm in the kitchen baking, I'm listening to Skullface Records Radio. Mention Skullface Records when placing your order and receive special discounts. Find Goosey's Goodies on Facebook, facebook.com slash Goosey's Goodies 1. Don't forget the apostrophe. There is no apostrophe. Your short name is Goosey's Goodies 1. Live out your dream to be a superstar under the lights. Always the best crowd and crew in Lexington. Survivor's Karaoke Bar, 161 East Reynolds Road. Remember to tip your bartenders. You'll find Mama Nancy, Will, and the captain behind the bar always serving up the best drink. We got Brian, Bobby G, and DJ Hi-Fi in the booth just ripping it in karaoke. Survivors. 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 The best in karaoke in Lexington. Karaoke starts at 9 o'clock. Mitch's Skullface Records on Friday nights for drink specials. Survivors. 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 Survivors is on a mission to have the best and safest karaoke bar in Lexington. We ask all our patrons to practice social distancing and please wear your mask. Temperature taken upon entry. Survivors. 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 161 East Reynolds Road, Lexington, Kentucky.